Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me as always is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm doing good, and you know why? No, I don't like Because history is happening in Detroit, Detroit, Angelica. Wouldn't that be better if she, Angelica farted right then when they sing her name? Angelica. That'd be really cool. I'm not, I'll be honest, I don't know what you're really talking oh, about. Oh, Hamilton's coming to Detroit, oh, baby. Yay. I do, I, I want to see it. Yeah. In a year from now. Did you order your ticks? be watching that sweet hammy boy up on stage. No, I... I don't know if they're on sale yet. It was just announced. You wait. You wait outside the, the ticket shop. I did not. I did not get up uh, and camp out outside the Hammy Ticket Shop, uh, outside the Fisher Theater there. But definitely going to go see it. Um, yeah, and it was some very exciting news. Um, I I liked. I just wanted to put the fart after Angelica's name too. That seemed like fun. Uh, yeah. Why not? You know, add well, more farts. You know, in the Weird Al Hamilton polka. He does like a puke sound after mm. Peggy's name, which I agree with because I'm always like, every time she's like, and Peggy, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Petty. <laughs> Petty Peggy is what I like to call yeah. her. Yeah. No, no one cares about Peggy. I'll be honest. I I listened to the soundtrack when it came out and I really enjoyed it, but I... You don't all remember of the, any of the Skylar all sisters' of, names? No, all of the intricacies you're talking about here, which are character names, are lost <laughs> it's on really me. really just one line of one song where they say all their names. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was the one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, obviously, it's been... It, it's good to be back. We yeah. j- I jumped right into Hamilton talk. We didn't even talk about that we took last week off. It feels like it's been like a year I know. since I've gazed upon your gumpy face over there. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, um, our scheduling got a little thrown for a loop because we've both started new jobs. We're, we're busy boys. Congrats to us. Yes, <laughs> truly. All right, well, shall we get into some music? Oh, yeah. Um, if, if you never listened to the show before, what Brian and I do is we pick four songs each and then debut them for each other. So you're going to hear our genuine reaction. You might hear me give my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy, or Brian might say, Papa Likey. And uh, that's one point in uh, on our tally. And at the end of the day, we round it all up and see who won, who lost, or if we tie, we share a big old cuzzo hug. Uh, loser has to join the writing staff of Roseanne. <laughs> oh man, no! <laughs> or, or uh, which apparently I think Trump's like a writer on it. The way he talked about it, <laughs> right? Ah, uh, okay. Um, I've really, I mean, it would be awesome to write for a TV show, but yeah. not that one. Morgan Murphy is a writer, so I mean that she's pretty funny. But all right, well, I'm going to get us started with our first song, and uh, this is exciting because i asked for this song and um i didn't even realize that yesterday was this artist's birthday whoa and she played on jimmy kimmel live uh this is pop singer Haley kyoko you ever heard of her nope um her debut album debut full-length expectations just came out last friday and i feel like you're gonna like her a lot you know it's a bit out of character for me. Um, I'm not the biggest popster um, fan. 
you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like you are, you are much more likely to drag in a synthy, dancey, you know, uh, type pop song where I'm like, usually like, eh, mainstream, no thank you. I'm more too like cool for mainstream. that. And I mean, she's not like super mainstream, but she just in the past couple years has, uh, gained quite a following and, uh, She's on the rise. She's also an actress. She was in Insecure, among many other things. Um, but she's kind of an icon in the LGBTQ community because she is a pop star who is a girl singing about girls, which I feel like is what kind of drew me in at first because I'm like, hey, that's kind of an interesting perspective. You know, obviously, just in that genre, you don't see that a lot. And, um, then I listened to this album and it's just, just damn good catchy music and not, you know, I always complain about like that synth poppy style. I kind of like, it's good for a couple songs and then I kind of get bored, but I was listening to her album and not getting bored at all. Mm. There's a song with Kamaya, which I feel like has got your name all over it. It, it reminds me of Robin a lot. Oh boy. And uh, okay. so I feel like I'm kind of speaking your language here. Yep. So let's get into it. This is uh, Haley Kiyoko with Curious. Yeah, I need a drink, whiskey in my thing, but shit is all good. I can handle things like I wish that you would. You went out of reach, could you explain? I think that you should. What you been up to? Who's been loving you good? I'm just on the farm like a I'm just 
enjoyed that song i thought that was a good solid pop song but not necessarily like a great great pop song you know when i when i listen to similar songs to this and like you said i i do enjoy this genre more than yourself um i like to see the the first verse you know will set up the first verse and chorus will kind of set up the uh the basic beat of the song and then I like songs that will expand and kind of blow up after that. I just feel like this didn't expand too much from the first part, but the first part was good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I also look, okay, maybe the uh, the bridge will do that expansion and, you know, kind of craziness. And that didn't quite grab me as much as other songs of the sh- same genre. Yeah. And I think there's some on the the album that you you'll find do that more. Um, this one's a little more even, yeah, and doesn't doesn't change that much. Just a good pop banger, it's good summer jam. Uh, I was I actually watched the video and I was like, I kind of dig this. And then um, I was just listening to the album later, and like I said, it's not a it's not a style I usually gravitate to. But then I uh, went back to it and I um. I saw I was getting some good reviews and checked it out and I was listening to it with my girlfriend. We were like, damn, this is really good. Like, like I said, I would usually listen to the first song or two and be like, okay, that's pretty, I got it. Except I wanted to keep listening and, uh, I was, I was hooked into it. Um, but she, uh, is had a fast rise to the top, which is, uh, pretty cool. And, uh, like started this kind of community safe space. Um, she said, uh, what I realized is it's bigger than me. The fans care about each other. They care about me. And they also care about the art. I'm simply writing things I haven't heard on the radio. And they happen to be resonating. Every encounter was emotional, impactful, and real. But I did remember meeting this one fan at a show. She thanked me for turning her life around. I didn't turn anyone's life around. I just created a safe space for them to figure it out. Which I think is kind of a cool way of uh, looking at any art, you know, where it's like, you're just doing what's true for you, but oftentimes it can create this sort of life-changing environment for um, for someone listening because they'll take what they want out of it. But I'm guessing you didn't expect me to start with a song like that, right? That's true. So I subverted your expectations. So that was Haley Kyoko with Curious from Expectations out now on Empire. Uh, I'm going to switch my song order up here. And, switchy uh continue this you know this ride that we're on of of pop influenced sounds um pop music if you will poppy nugs would you say yeah 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 definitely that I, was the poppiest nuggiest nug you could ask for right there and i'm gonna follow it up with like another nuggiest nug that you <laughs> that you could ask for um so let's keep on riding this horse that we're on uh you know off into the to the twilight um i'm gonna play a song 
from Casey Musgraves' new album. Uh, have ah, you have you listened? No, to this yet? and I was looking. See, when I was listening to Haley, I was just looking at like what albums were released this week, and that was up there. I feel like those these two were some of the highest rated ones that I saw. Yeah, this uh, this album surprisingly has gotten like I. I, I guess not surprisingly that it's gotten really good reviews, but just surprisingly it's gotten really good reviews across the board from, like, everybody. Um, I was discussing it with a friend of mine on Friday, and she said, she's, she's like, cool. She, like, does drugs. She, like, was on acid the whole time. She made this. I don't know if I, I, that was included in the press nope. release. Uh, they, they left that part out, but I'm not, I don't know if it's true or not. I do agree. She is cool. Um, and... Mm. I mean, well, the, I, I kind of need a confirmation on the acid thing before I'll make that judgment. Sure, so get back to me. That's fair. Um, the the lazy comparison, and I'm gonna make it because I'm lazy, you know, uh, is Taylor Swift here. So Casey has released three albums before this in the uh, country genre. She's kind of dabbled into pop sounds with it, but this album is really where. She uh, embraces pop music more and is starting to alter her sound, much like Taylor Swift did. Uh, it's kind of like, do you remember Taylor Swift's album Red? That was... Uh, How could I forget? It was like her first album where she had real pop songs on it, but also still had her country sound to it as well. Um, and this this album reminds me of that, where the mix is pretty organic it's actually i feel like more organic than taylor swift's like the uh like red would have uh a country song and then a pop song and then you know this kind of subtly mixes uh but the song we're gonna listen to is the most obvious pop influence song and it's a really really great song and i feel like i really resonate with the lyrics of this song because they remind me so much of you so like imagine that oh boy the, especially like the chorus well no like the whole song i'm singing it to you so let's go ahead and listen to casey musgraves with high horse
I knew, I knew it. I was like, this is gonna be some <laughs> "You're So Vain" type diss song. Um, I know that guy because he's me. No, um, no. I do know that, but but I'm still whatever. I'll still give you a Lordy Lordy Berry. Yeah, Lordy. I mean, you gotta. That song is so good, right? It was great. It was super funky. Uh, great bassline, but uh, with you could hear some country influence oh, just yeah. in the whole style. But a poppy nug, nonetheless. Definitely a poppy nug. And I really liked how um, she would put, like, slide guitar in and where you, yeah. know, you would maybe put a synth line. Or at the end, it was like a cool little banjo that mm-hmm. it took me a minute to realize that it was a banjo and not a synth line. Like, the the marriage of the sounds is really good. And um, also, her voice is great. It's a it's just a great pop song, man. Um, What was that? What was that song you used to the Wilco song that you would say was a uh, your like song for Andrea? This is Brian's sister, and there's a it was like this. <laughs> the, the first line was, "I thought about killing you again last yeah. night, and it felt all right to me." Um, I, so this is how Brian treats <laughs> those dearest to him. I, yes, I always say, "Hey, you know, Please going back even songs. farther, I uh, when I was a child, I called in." to the oldie station and requested they play a song for my mom and uh, i wanted them to play i fought the law and the law one <laughs> but but they never did i mean how could you why why not i mean that wasn't really like a diss to her was it no it's just a weird combination no, like okay. hey play i fought the law, and the law one for my mom um but yeah, I was. Just, I liked the lyrics to this a lot. Um, dissing, I liked the "you're classic in the wrong way." <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it about? Op- every time they open their mouth, they just kill the entire vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good put downs, man. Yeah, that's every time someone puts on this podcast. That's what you're saying, really. <laughs> no, no, just like because half- I open my mouth. On right. this podcast, lots of times. Right, just half of the podcast. Oh, okay. it's like oh, like the vibe is really, really good, and then People it's are like just oh, vibing mm. out while you're talking, and then Luke here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, why don't we uh, giddy up and move along? That was Casey Musgraves with High Horse from Golden Hour, which is out now on MCA Nashville, and the album is really, really good. Um, it's more subdued than that just to warn you but um great songs she's a very good songwriter as well so check that out well i'm gonna keep us uh riding on this poppy nug horse as you said it yeah usually well, you go with the train metaphor i know you but said this horse i was like where'd the horse come from high horse the the oh, song right you know? right so that makes sense so we're riding it. along right now on a poppy nug on horse. a poppy nug horse uh, all right i was thinking poppy nug sounds like a uh like reporter in like hmm. peter parker or superman universe i could see poppy that. nugs with the hot stories here i, I could see that i could um, also i could also see uh, you know, an old prospector. You know, I'm there. I'm proper nugs. There's gold in these hills. Get off my property. I gotta get in the hills and get the poppy nugs. Oh, poppy nugs. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna got another poppy nug just in the barrel right here. Uh, this is from Brazilian producer and instrumentalist Cassine. It's K-A-S-S-I-N. Um, his new album, Relax, is out May 11th on Luaka Bop 
which is David Byrne's label. Oh, interesting. Um, which is what initially got me interested. And I listened to this song and it's just so breezy and poppy and just a lot of fun. Let's just take a listen to it and then we'll talk about it after. So here is Cassine with Momento de Clareza. That was absolutely delightful. Papa liked that song very much. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I thought that that groovy little uh, little horn part or flute, whatever the fuck that is, with yeah. the funky guitars and oh yeah, it was a good funky nug. So, so very funky and poppy and breezy, like you said. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. Bass line was awesome. It it followed well from the the previous bass in the in the song i just played so yeah it was great uh he actually played bass with caetano veloso which have you ever heard of him no he's like the only other uh brazilian uh musician i'm super familiar with and he's an awesome guitarist and singer uh i listened to this whole album today and it's really interesting blend of funk and jazz and 
rock and pop and it's it's just really interesting and uh this this song is called Momento de Clareza. I'm assuming I haven't done research on it, but I'm assuming it means moment of clarity. And I think sounds about right. the lyrics translate to thank God for granting me this moment of clarity, this moment of honesty. I'm just joking. That's Jay-Z's uh, moment of clarity. <laughs> right. I thought you would, you would have I, gone. I, I was like, oh, I was, this, these are nice lyrics. Uh, and I didn't really make the connection right um, off the top of my head. But you, you hear that style that he's doing the like Brazilian pop. And I feel like I, knowing that he's on David Burns label, of the talking heads, you know, like I could totally see that being something that influenced David Byrne. I hear Jens Lechman, I feel like mm, is influenced sure. by that style yeah. a lot. Um, and I just love it. It's just such a, just puts me in a good mood, just makes me feel light and floaty yeah. and breezing around. Absolutely. Like we're just in a really good place right now on our poppy nug horse. Yeah. With funky nugs, his cooler yeah. older brother. That's right. Um, all right. So that was Cassin with Momento de Clareza from Relax out May 11th on Luaka Bop. There comes a point. A point? <laughs> there there comes a point in every poppy nug horse ride and funky nug where the horses just, they die and it's over and, oh, you're, and you're not on the horse ride taking anymore. Taking a morbid turn. I, see, was gonna, I thought you were going to be like where they need oats and water and no, like see, some grooming. See, we were just breezing along, you know, having a great time saying giddy up. And then we didn't notice we were like going right towards a, a cliff. And we noticed right at the last second we jump off. But it was our own doing that you killed Charlevoix. you killed him that's what i named the horse Charlevoix, and i can't believe I'm he's sorry. gone he's gone um and this song really just shatters all of the wonderful uh poppy sounds we've been playing but it's also uh pretty interesting and actually the band says their prettiest song that they've ever made and i'm the one who's killing the vibe uh i don't think so i am going to destroy the vibe and i'm really excited about it this Bitch, is don't destroy my vibe please <laughs> i am going to and i am really excited about oh, okay. it okay this is a detroit punk hardcore oh. eric's oh. eric's eric experimental <laughs> They experiment with Hi, Eric. this is Eric Experiment. <laughs> Arch nemesis of Poppy Nugs. <laughs> yeah, this is Eric, uh, some Eric Experimental. Uh, no, this is a Detroit punk hardcore. Ex- no, no, we're keeping Eric Experimental <laughs> oh, in, dude. All right. That, that, was a, that was a goof. I meant Experimental uh, Collective, and they're called The Armed. Have you ever heard of them? No. I hadn't either. They they're getting ready to re- release their second album. They're from Detroit, which that's where we, we are from as well. At, yeah. And uh, I'd never heard of them before. I guess their their first album was uh, very critically acclaimed by like NPR, AV Club, Pitchfork. You know the hmm. the big the heavy hitters in the, the music yeah. uh, review world. They wanted to kind of just reinterpret their sound as if they had never heard any punk or hardcore music before. Come clean the slate and just make something um without much reference and i feel like they did a pretty good job based on this song so you ready for your horse to die i guess so all right this is the armed with luxury themes
Whoa, that was cool and chaotic. I was like, did Eric Sparimental just take me to the punk rock carnival at the end there? It got like a carnival vibe yeah. there at the end, which I liked. Yeah, Eric Sparimental was all over that song. Yeah. Am I right? Which I'm like, maybe he's just misunderstood, you know? Because I, I think that is a pretty cool sound. But definitely... Definitely derailed our Poppy Nugs train. Absolutely. And I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Um, just because it's fun to kill the vibe sometimes, you know? We're, we're, we're flying high, having a great time, and then that is just, like, leaving us scratching our head, like, what the hell did we just listen to? Um, it's super weird, and I, I love reading that they just wanted to try and come at their style of music as if they had no reference and i feel like that came through in that song yeah um another interesting thing that they did was they did this with the last album as well they they want to play with a different drummer on each album so the band doesn't actually have uh, a full-time drummer hmm. and and this time they played with ben kohler from converge or and mutoid man um and the drums in that song are insane like just all over the place super fast chaotic and really are are driving in the song so good job picking out ben for sure so that was the armed with luxury themes from only love which is out april 27th on no rest until ruin all right well my next song uh you may have heard of this artist tancred oh yeah (laughs) um i have yeah, you you sent this my way. You gave me a hot tip, and uh, I really I was. This is another one that I listened to. I was like, not so sure how I feel about this at first, but upon many many listens now, I love it, and it's really interesting how it how it leads into the chorus, and I really really enjoyed the melody. And uh, for the uninitiated, Tancred is the musical project of Jess Abbott. I really wasn't super familiar with her. Mm. I'd heard the name, and I'm sure I've heard some stuff, but haven't really dug in. But she just released the song Reviews uh, from the upcoming album Nightstand out June 1st. And uh, this this kind of has like an alt-rocky kind of verse, which kind of threw mm. me off, and mm-hmm. then busts into a catchier chorus and... Um, So let's take a listen to this. Here's Tancred with Reviews. It takes highs and lows to celebrate you. It takes all my words just to sell them the truth. They don't love me quite like they used to. They don't love me quite like they did.
are in and papa like you that song Cha-ching. a lot um it actually really reminds me of like an old death cab for cutie song i was gonna say that exact thing something about that melody in the chorus yeah. like, harkens me back to death cab days for sure and i don't know the yeah it's it's a great song um I, yeah i like so much about tankred um i'm a big fan of the 2016 out of the garden um and this is continuing her streak of making really great music in my opinion uh i'm pretty very excited for the upcoming album from jess abbott and i just love how she kind of throws her voice around um sim- a little similarly to like hop along um where she kind of has a high scratchy end mm-hmm. to it but also uh a lower register and calmer uh she's great she's a great vocalist great songwriter excited yeah, well, thank you for sending this my way because no problem. I've uh, been very into it, and uh, I, it's interesting because uh, I was recently, I forget what song I was listening to, and I was saying my girlfriend was listening to a song, and I said, I don't like this part, and she's like, yeah, but you need this part to get to the great part that comes later. And I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. something I always say, you yeah. know? Life advice, um, too, and, am I right? And that's the thing, because I was reading about the sort of experience that Jess Abbott went through making this album, where she was feeling like confident. She said, after I became comfortable in this new skin and truly being myself, I was immediately hit with loneliness. And that's uh, that's just the balance of life, you know? And um, yeah, I... That's why you got to check your perspective. I'm going to remind you again at the end of the show. So true. It's my sign off phrase. But because um, when I first listened to uh, this, like just from the jump, I was like, oh, I don't know. Don't know how I'm going to feel about this. But then when you see it in the context of the rest of the song, it's it's really great. And um, she said that uh, she her favorite part of like the recording was sitting down to decide which guitar they needed, which sounds so simple. But it was her first time being able to do that, and she loved it. And great guitar sounds on that. Like, I love 
interesting way they mix the acoustic and the electric. All right, so that was Tancred with reviews from Nightstand out June 1st on Hand in Hive and Polyvinyl. You know, so much of what you were just talking about just makes me think so uh makes me think a lot of Dawson Leary. You know, do you know Dawson Leary? Yeah, did he have a creek? I think. Yeah, yeah, he he's uh Dawson's Creek. Uh he was, I've he been was that wealthy oil baron who bought up that creek so he could pollute it. Oh no. No, oh. this is a different Dawson's Creek. Oh, this okay. is the the 90s television show with the, oh, yeah, with the teens that. and the drama and the Joshy pa- Jackson and the Pacey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, I've been watching it recently Have uh, you? from the first season. And uh first of all, Dawson's a little fucker. Have you seen when uh Pacey comes up and goes it's my favorite part and he goes pacey got the jeep you know and he gets the <laughs> yeah jeep. yes yes that just happened recently like i think in the episode we watched last night which was the um oh no he says that's what it was he says no he ain't hallucinating pacey got the jeep and i always <laughs> thought he said no you ain't a listening and uh, uh uh-huh. And then I realized I was wrong. That was in the like Halloween episode where there's a mm-hmm. serial killer on the loose, so and uh, Dawson is playing tricks on everyone. But um, what made me think of of Dawson was when you were talking about how everything like is feeling comfortable, mm-hmm. and then it just switches up on oh. you, and then everything's like the the bottom comes out right. And uh, that made me think of when when Jen was like Dawson. I'm sorry, but I've always been a relationship person. Going from one relationship to the next, I have to focus on me. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that ties perfectly. Can we just stop playing songs and make a Dawson's Creek fan cast? <laughs> Dude, That's what this is now. Maybe we should because uh, it's it's been really fun it's watching great it. Show. But it also really plays well into my my next song, and. Sometimes in a relationship, you just need a little time for yourself. And that's exactly what Courtney Barnett is doing in her new song, Need a Little Time. Uh, have you heard this one yet? I have. Ah, the song is so, so good. I love it. What do you What do you, you think about I, it? I liked it. Now, it had a cool video. And I think I was about to reach out for it. And then maybe I just forgot or something. Um, but, yeah, I I love Courtney. And so... I was like, yes, please. Yeah. I, I too love Courtney. And this is like one of my, uh, has become one of my favorite songs of hers. Um, it get it, it pulls on the, the heartstrings for me. Um, her voice is like a little more vulnerable or something. I don't know what it, what it is about it, but then she gets stronger over the course of the song. It's, it's a, it's just such a great song. I don't um, really remember it that much, so ah, got to give it another listen. I'm and then excited. I'll give you some reactions. Yeah, yeah. she, uh, Courtney Barnett, is of course the uh, singer song, a singer songwriter from Australia, and she has just taken the indie world by storm over the last few years. Um, last year, she had an album out with Kurt Vile, which was really great, mm-hmm. and she is prepping her um, sophomore release coming up. And we've already heard one song, um, which I liked pretty good. It was kind of a, a different vibe for her, which was interesting. But this song, it it, it gets me. And like you said, the video, uh, you should check out the, the music video. It's kind of her floating around in, in outer space. Yeah. And she finally gets to uh, a place where she's by herself, where she can kind of reflect and calm down. 
uh, because sometimes we all need a little time to ourselves. So just like Jen. Yep. Dawson, understand. He said something so mean oh, to for her. for a second I was like, wait, Jen Clore? Because I played oh. her on the pod and she dates no. Courtney. No, Jen from Dawson's Creek. Okay. And Dawson was so mean to her when she was like, I'm sorry, Dawson, I need to dump you. He, I forget exactly what he said, but it was just <laughs> mean-spirited. Yeah. Uh, he was like, yeah, you are an emotional train wreck, oh, essentially. Dawson, you're cold. And she's like, well... I'm sorry, but I'm a messed up person. And he was like, yeah, you are. Uh, I think uh. you just freeze the creek with that cold <laughs> yeah. language. So cold. Uh, all right. Anyway, let's listen to Courtney Barnett with Need a Little Time. I don't know a lot about you, but you seem to know a lot about me. So I take a little time out. I take a little time out I'm sorry that I lost my patience You deserve better, it's true I need a little time out I need a little time out from me Me, 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 and you, ooh, you, ooh. Open up your inside, show us your innermost lecturers. I'll rip it out carefully. I promise you.
Here's the thing. Um, no, I like that a lot. I I like the uh, like organ, the guitar, like the the lyrics and sort of the message of the song. But so let me let me take you back. I loved Courtney's first couple EPs and her full length. Uh, Sometimes I sit and think. I got the fucking vinyl with the record like thing that goes on it with like the chair uh-huh. i loved it loved it and i was a huge fan of her uh-huh. um she was on jen's album last year uh-huh. great i enjoyed that kurt vile album a lot although uh-huh. it wasn't you know that album was like kind of her style but a hybrid with his style uh-huh. and i listened to the first single and had a similar experience when i heard this one too where it was like it's good a lot to like about it um but when I was obsessed with her back in the in 2015 with that first full length, I kind of, I don't know, this is just not where I expected her to go. And so, I don't know, the magic's gone for me a little bit. Like I said, huh. a lot to like, but I just don't love it as much as I did loved that stuff, the punkier stuff. And then, um, I don't know, it wasn't all punky, but... um. But yeah, when I listen to this stuff, I just, I, it's, you know, artists go their own way and it's not always what the fan envisions, but live your truth, Courtney, you're doing your thing and it's good. It's working, but it's just for some reason, the magic's gone for me a bit. Hmm. I wonder what's wrong with you. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, wow. I, I, uh, how much time you got? I will admit that I felt that way about the first single that was released but not about this one um i feel like this fo- i feel like i do like this one more too this, this uh to me is not much of a departure um it you know it's kind of like a fuller sounding depressed in but maybe with some like louder guitars at points but and that's it's, the thing it's, it's that not- kind of lackadaisical vibe to it that she does so well and uh great songwriting um, her voice is incredible. I, I just, I don't know why it's like throwing you for a loop. This it's song specifically. N- it's not that it's like a departure. It's, it's like, like I said, it's got some things that she's done in the past that I like. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's not grabbing me as much as the other stuff yeah. would. I was just meaning when you said like it didn't, she didn't go where you expected her to. Like to me, this yeah. isn't like veering off any path. It's different though. It is. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I was expect I was expecting you to really like it, and you really you let me down there, Luke. And Again, I I like it a lot, and I liked in the other one when she was talking. This was the first single that came out where she was talking about walking with the keys in between your fingers because mm-hmm. you know she doesn't feel safe from creeps. Um, and I like like the concept of all this beautiful video, and I think it's a well done song. I just yeah, and I don't know something something's missing for me. Interesting. Well, that was a good, lively disagreement. Yeah, on that song. Oh, we got heated there. It, it was, was like so watching Poppy oh Nugs and gosh. Eric Experimental. Wait, <laughs> how do we say his name? Yeah, Eric Experimental. Eric Experimental. Jeez. Oh, I wish I never said Eric Experimental. No, I didn't say. Yeah. Anyway, that was Courtney Barnett with "Need a Little Time" from "Tell Me How You Really Feel" out May 18th on Mom and Pop. And you know what? I got to give you credit. She asked you. She said, tell me how you really feel for, for the did. title of her album. And you did. You did, uh, even though 
You're dead wrong. You're dead wrong. So this means that if you get a Papalaiki on this song, I for sure lose. Uh, I can only hope for a tie uh, and a Cuzzo hug. And That's all you uh, can hope for. a Cuzzo hug I would be great with. I really don't want to join the writer's room of Roseanne. I do not want to do that at all. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Well. The stakes. Fuck you. The stakes have never been higher. Such high stakes. Oh, I was going to say, Courtney's accent. uh, I've been watching uh, a lot of love with Claudio Doherty, and Mm. she has the Australian accent. Probably like the best accent, one of the coolest accents you can have. It's great, yeah. Um, I like it so much that when I try and imitate Sean Connery in a Scottish accent, I accidentally go Australian. That's true, and they are different. And then we get into Crocodile Connery territory. Ooh, I'm excited. I got one last poppy nug for you. Ooh. Um, this is a little melancholy poppy nug. Um, this is from the Swedish indie pop band Francis. You ever heard of them? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I'm glad I'm introducing them to you because uh, they had the album Marathon in 2016, which I associated with the band Quilt. It was right at the same time as Quilt's album. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're a little bit different from each other, but um, I feel like since you loved them, I feel like you would really appreciate this. But um, they uh no plans for a new album just yet but they released this uh song all i want and another song called swing and we're gonna take a listen to all i want and you know i was recently talking i told you i made a playlist for um for my girlfriend's birthday party and had a lot of 80s music which i used to be so down on the 80s like i used to say that's my least favorite decade in music how wrong i was but you can hear some 80s Wrong. influence in this, um, some some good uh, 80s-ish synths. So let's take a listen to Francis with All I Want.
that was a great poppy nug i really liked it um i i loved the 80s synth that you were referring to i wish there was even more of it it was kind of there and gone and i I, i've wanted more keep you wanting give me more give me more you know what i mean um but yeah no that was a great song it kind of reminded me did did you say where are they from again sweet yeah so swedes they remind me of another swede band uh called amazon uh a-m-a-s-o-n or oh yeah um and they had an awesome yeah chill pop vibe the voices of um amazon has a a female vocalist and a male vocalist and the female vocalist and this uh vocalist sound very uh similar in a good way so yeah i think they're pretty cool man thanks for playing them for me dude yeah you should check out marathon uh definitely i think you will enjoy it a lot and it's a very full orchestrated sound i feel like they had like some acoustic going in there as well as that piano driving everything and some some orchestration strings and then that 80s synth as we talked about uh this quote from petra Massis, who is the uh the lead singer of francis it reminds me of what we were talking about with Courtney's journey. She said, sometimes it's very hard to maintain what you've once been, want to be, or think you are. Sometimes you lose faith in your own feet because they do not go as far as you wish. All I want is about losing faith in yourself and what once was. You cling to a pale shadow by yourself, but you really should only break away. But one must dare to believe that it will be possible all I want is a reason to believe that I can go, which is the chorus. Amen, sister. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a uh, it's difficult to maintain that what you uh, not hold on to the past, but still uh, recognize its value. You know. Mm-hmm. So that was Francis with "All I Want" that is out now on Strangers Candy. The stakes have never been higher. Will this song? results why'd you put those stakes so high up there i They've wanted never to see, been eat those. i know you did but i'm keeping them from you oh were they trump steaks they are trump steaks those need to be elevated yes. and we have trump knives <laughs> okay um, then we're never gonna eat those um yeah this is the song that decides the episode will it be a tie will luke win you seem like yes, you might be biased yes, um but good thing i I brought in a ringer to end the episode. Oh. And you know, a couple of weeks ago, I spent about 4 days and I ripped through the Guided by Voices discography. Yes, you wouldn't shut up about it. I wouldn't shut up about it. I listened to their all of their proper studio albums um in chronological order and it was incredible. I highly recommend everyone do it. Um yeah it's a lot so robert pollard uh one of his creative outlets is guided by voices it's the main one it's the one he's known for he branched off and he he's he's a crazy prolific songwriter um he's been making music for 20 plus years 100 plus albums 2400 plus songs and they're all just so interesting and talk about a lot of pop nuggets he's made such incredible noisy rock pop nuggets and um he, he's very much about crafting interesting songs that don't overstay their welcome and um shorties short a lot of shorties so i 
listened to all the the discography and then I finished it on Friday when the new Guided by Voices album came out and um I listened to that as well and it's a very very good album. Um it opens with like a four and a half minute song which in Guided hmm. by Voices land is like a seven and a half minute song and it's really really good. Um but yeah, it, it's it was an interesting ride because there are some distinct eras of Guided by Voices. Um, the first era, which is called like the original lineup, uh, lasted into the into the nineties, and then was the Hold on Hope era. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I always like to. That's the probably their most well known song, Hold on Hope, and I like to pretend that that's like their only song be like that or that's that that's their best song rather just to get under your and over our skin not not one of my favorite songs robert pollard guided by voices of hold on hope fame you didn't even know it which i I didn't it shows that that you're like a true fan (laughs) i didn't know that song before uh before i listened to this and i do not pretend to be a super fan now just because i listened to the discography one time pretty much are but um i i am very excited because the albums like just have such a distinct personality each one you have are albums like i he's He's made some really great like single songs, but these albums just have such an interesting flow to them as well. Um, but I, from like 1992 to 2012, every album in that 20 year period is solid, like a four or five star album in my opinion. Um, anyway, we are on like the fourth era of Guided by Voices right now. Um, there was the original lineup, and then there was a. St- uh, time when the guitarist Tobin Sprout left, and then an era w- when Doug Gillard came in uh, to replace and play the guitar, and the guitar's sound was quite different. And then they stopped for a while, and then the original lineup came back, and now there is a whole new lineup, but with Doug Gillard back. So this is the fourth era. It's it's been a good era. They released two albums last year. This is their third together as a band. I got a lot to say about it, but let's just shut up and listen to this new song, which is a fantastic Guided by Voices song. I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, it also shows them as a new entity. This this hmm. era of Guided by Voices, they they have a they have a different, distinct feel to them, and I think that's very good and exciting. That someone who's been making music for so long has done so many albums is like branching out into new territory a little bit and um sounding still invigorated and exciting robert pollard is a god you know what i mean get to it man (laughs) all right so this is guided by voices with see my field
your bags brian because you're going to la to write on the sinking ship of the show which is roseanne i watched the first episode and it was fine i mean it was of roseanne yeah you're you're just trying to make me feel better because i'm gonna write with them yeah no i really didn't think it was that bad i mean it was like but i watched the carmichael show where it's like they'll do where they have like a character who's like a trump supporter and then a character who's super liberal and then one who's moderate and they'll like argue about things so i'm like i kind of like having the different perspectives but um but yeah judging on how trump is all like did you see how much he's like basically claiming it as his show i'm like um he's crazy but yeah i um i don't know guided by voices like like again a lot to like about it is it good sounding good nothing offensive or bad sounding it just didn't really get me going in any way whether lyrically or um like compositionally like it was it was nice i liked the guitars i liked the big bright 90s rock kind of sound but yeah i don't i they've They've never really uh, grabbed me that well. You were saying that they kind of remind you of like a weirder REM. Yeah. Which I feel like I think of them as like Ween mixed with REM sometimes, although they're not quite so weird as Ween. Yeah. But just how they do kind of those weird like long albums with like a random short songs and stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've just and I've, I've just delighted at how obi's skin is gonna crawl as he hears this because they're like his favorite band of yeah. all time that's our editor david obenauer yeah um but yeah i man. you guys you guys just love them so much and i'm like they're they're cool but they don't i just i don't i for me i don't have your love and infatuation with them i don't know you're um but that's just me right yeah no i, I get that I understand that. <laughs> You're in a sourpuss mood as far I'm as really songs not. go today. I'm really Man, not. this is weird. You are. You normally. No, uh, if I was in a sourpuss mood, I would be like, that's crap. That was terrible. I'm saying this, there's this a lot. Is, this there's is a like lot to you, love. No, there's is, a lot to love. Yeah, but you don't love it. So it's like you, you know, like you see it. You see what's there to love, but you reject it. You're like Dawson with Joey right now. Oh, Luke. this is the you no, just wanted this, to get. Oh to that. my god, just... I understand now. This okay. I was wondering, like this whole episode, I'm like, why isn't Luke like loving these songs? There's a lot to love I about. Gave them. you a Lordy Lordy very gorgeous. Yeah, one. Any and and now I get it. You're like Dawson. You're a stupid fucker who doesn't who doesn't <laughs> see the great that's in right in front of him. Do you remember <sighs> you remember the episode of Dawson's Creek where uh, Joey and Jen and some other girls are in Dawson's room and they find uh, 
the porn parody Goodwill Humping. <laughs> the Goodwill Hunting <laughs> was porn good. parody. I'm like, what is that movie? <laughs> the whole thing is him in a therapist's office with Robin Williams. Oh. What is it? Him and Mini Driver fuck, and then the guy's like, how do you like these apples? I don't know. I'm not sure. Again, these are the random Dawson's Creek memories that stuck with me. I haven't watched it in years. Guys, watch Dawson's Creek. You really should. Uh, warning about Dawson's Creek. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone's pretty much uh, aware of what culturally we kind of know what. They've replaced for. the theme song with a horrible song. That's true. Wait. Which what is the one they replaced it with? No, I think that I thought that was the original theme song. No, it it was not. Uh, so the original so theme song the was Polycore. Yeah, Polycore. Uh, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. Right, you everyone know? yeah. knows it. Uh, and it's just this shitty, stupid song that sucks so bad. Okay, so I I've been muting it and then playing. I don't want to wait over the title <laughs> every at home. time. Yeah, because I mean it's so bad. It like takes you on the mood, and it's like. It takes you out of the mood. Uh, <laughs> Every time I'm trying to fuck to Dawson's uh, Creek, that, that stupid song comes on. It's like not even edited to the the pace of the song. Uh, anyway, um, what what are we talking about? I'm because you're the loser. You now have to I better drown in Dawson's Creek. That's what the loser does. Yeah. Nope, you're right for Roseanne. All right, well. That was Guided by Voices, a band that Luke doesn't understand, much like Dawson doesn't understand Joey, with the song See My Field from Space Gun, which is out now on GBV Records. All right. Well, I won this episode, so. You did. I I guess. I'm great. Um, So let's uh, do our last feature on the show and talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> I don't got much for shouts this week. Uh, Look Vibrant, the up here place. I told you about them uh, like last week or a couple weeks ago. I had the date wrong, but they're a Montreal noise pop band that I think you'll really dig. Um, So shouts to them. Shouts to Unknown Mortal Orchestra with their um, sex and food. The two things everybody needs, sex and food. So true. And lastly, Cardi B. Invasion of Privacy. Mm. Do you hear her new song about how Offset cheated on her? No. Oh, not it's yet. good. Um, I mean, I'm like, oh, shocker. Offset cheated on you? What? what? But then uh, hearing her, her side of it, it's it's pretty good. Mm. Um, I'm coming around on her. I don't know. I Oh, yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I always w- thought she was talented, but I wasn't sure if I liked her, but I'm, she's pretty cool. You, uh, you gave her stink eye for a bit, and I don't get why. Um. But you know, you give you gave Stink Eye all day today to all my songs, and I just want to let you know, if if I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you. Okay. Okay. Is that from? Of course, it's song? from Cardi oh, B. Yeah. Okay. That's a great song. She I just had that really awkward just, Fallon interview, and I think that turned me I off to her. But Fallon it really interview. wasn't her fault. I love that I Fallon mean, interview because she's doing her thing. Um, Jimmy Fallon was a terrible interviewer. And, yeah. Um. Anyway, so. I, I have seven albums, and I played songs on the podcast from all of them. So uh, these are all, I'm very, very interested in them. Why Oak with The Louder I Call, The Faster It Runs. Mm. Hop Along with Bark Your Head Off. Mm. Flatbush Zombies with Vacation in Hell. Mm-mm-mm. Dr. Octagon with Moose Bumps and Exploration into Modern Day Horripilation. Heinz with I Don't Run. Chomp, chomp. 
Kississippi with Sunset Blush, and Airwaves with Warrior. Yeah, neat. Those are all good. <laughs> yeah, they are. I liked all your weird sounds. Um. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, as always, head over to GetABlasterMagazine.com and check out all the great content over there. And uh, if you liked our show, please write us a review on iTunes. We need it. Please. Please. <laughs> You're so <laughs> desperate. We really need this, guys. Um, you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. And thanks to the band Congress, our buddy Silly Quilly Quillen. Uh, their song Pond Fight is our theme song. So thanks, boys. Forget a Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. It's the best song ever. Best song ever.